Okay, I am recording to my computer and I try to push the more button. Recording in progress. I'm repeatedly trying to push the more button. <laughs> yeah, that little thing at the bottom that says you can do all these things. Yeah. It is not letting me do it. I want you to be great. <laughs> I hate that. It's like, just give me what I want. Right. <laughs> Please and thank you. <laughs> so I have this white square that just came up. Live preparing. Okay, it says that you're now streaming on custom live streaming service. Right. So we are actually live on Facebook now. <laughs> So um, I am going to try to turn on my one stream real quick and okay. it's not letting me do it. <laughs> For this platform to stream automatically start once the video stream starts. I have them all turned on auto, or supposed to be auto start. Oh, okay. I push one button and there it goes. So hooray <laughs> for that. <laughs> Go technology. <laughs> You know, I was streaming to uh, Be Live last Friday, and I had a lot of people on. And I swear, every last person that was on that uh, mastermind was brilliant, and it didn't uh, record because I did not hit start twice. All I saw is that uh, it was green and that people were on, and I could talk to them. That was enough for me. <laughs> but you know, it's they're not going to stop being brilliant just because you didn't record them. <laughs> I mean, man. The landing just, pages I could have made for everyone that was on that live stream. It's like, wow. You're you're just attracting yourself. That's all. So. <laughs> well, I got all my channels on now. So I should tell everyone that uh, I am here with Nyota Gordon. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Nyota. Tell the good people how you been and what you've been up to. Ah, hello, good people. Thank you so much, Erica, for having me here today. Uh, I am Nyota Gordon. I am adaptability coach and leadership strategist. Um, I like how Erica says it. She says that I'm a mindset coach. And I was like, I don't even think of that, but Erica thinks so. Um, and um, I help people um, through their many transitions and um, learning the skill that comes out of those transitions is being adaptable. I really help people hone that and um, use that superpower of adaptability to move forward in their personal and professional lives. It really is a superpower. That's when I tell you <laughs> that I made the pivot from um, working with freelance graphic designers to uh, business coaches. It was really mm -hmm. hard and I'm still in that transition. So yeah, adaptability yeah. is a superpower. And as soon as you learn it and start using it, the better off you will be. Yeah, because you may as well embrace it because transition and change is going to come. And you can either use it to, like I said, propel you forward or use it to drag you down. And you might as well use it to propel you forward because it's coming anyway. So... <laughs> Yes. So um, tell everyone how you got started uh, in hosting events. For sure. Um, um, how I got started all in general, even with the whole conversation of uh, transition and being adaptable and all of that, I am um, a military veteran. I was in the army for 22 years. I'm retired and I had a really tough um, transition moving from military life um, to civilian life. Like I, I really struggled, um, you know, not having the structure in place that I had in the military and not having, um, you know, being able to transition and carry that structure with me in civilian life. And that for whatever reason, I didn't get that I can create my own structure. Duh, la, hello. And um, once I figured that out, you know, now I had somewhere to be. Now I had, you know, before, you know, I had someone telling me what to do or where to be and all of that. And I didn't have those things. So now I got to kind of put that structure in. Um, I realized that structure, it was my mental health strategy. And I would talk it, noise. oh, that's not part of my mental health strategy. Oh, working this part-time job, it's 
part of my mental health strategy. And I would just kind of say it pretty flippantly, but it really is um, the structure of everything that I do and everything that I have done that has been great. And um, in that structure, I wanted to be able to share it. So that's how I kind of start got getting in the space of um, streaming. And um, I met uh, my friend, Doc Williams, uh, which he wasn't even my friend. I didn't even know him. I saw him on a summit that AppSumo was doing. Um, and then from there, I met Erica. And I feel like my whole life has opened up uh, from there. But, it, you know, but I actually, um, it, it was actually from a summit and just, you know, then having this conversation of going live and streaming and being able to show up in all of these different places by doing one um, live event instance, you know, something like that. And um, I started out with, you know, I used to do walk and talks and then I did a town hall and I did a little, little baby um, summit and I'm, you know, planning another summit. So I'm, I'm, you know, I'm growing, I'm stepping into the space. Um, it, it, and this too is a skill of, of streaming. So I'm working on it. I like that, that, that you're, you're, you're still <laughs> growing, still moving forward. So um, you started out uh, doing the walk and talk and that was inspired by you attending another summit? No, I started doing the walk and talks just because um, whenever, you, and, and I recommend this for everyone, go outside, right? And walk, run, even if it's just for five minutes, but it's something about um, when I'm outside walking, like I'm so smart. And it's like, um, it's just like I'm streaming, like God is talking directly to me. And um, and I was, and then, so the first few times I just kind of started it on my birthday, maybe the year before last. And then I was just going live every day. I didn't plan what I was going to say. I would just go live, just talking about like, you know, what was on my heart or what was in my head. And mind you, the things that were on my heart were always better than the things that were in my head. So, um, and yeah, and that's how I kind of maybe got comfortable talking, um, you know, talking out loud like that. So is it the adrenaline or the dopamine from the adrenaline that makes you smarter? Or was it just think, there the whole time and you have access to it when you run? I think, I think it's the connecting with the being outside and um, the body connection, you know, with the being outside and connecting with my body and connecting with my heart. Um, you know, I, I use walking, even right now, walking and running as like a, a walking meditation, uh, you know, a walking prayer, an opportunity for me to not just talk to God, but, but listen to what um, he's telling me. He, she, them, they, I don't know what you call God, it's he, it's he for me. Um, but, but to be able to be open to what God is telling me and, um, and who and, and where, you know, all the things. And I think just being able to just turn on my camera uh, when I was getting what I perceived as that download. So when you first start doing the walk and talk, what made you uh, turn that camera on the first time? Um, I knew and know that I don't always um, show up on social media. Um, I don't always show up um, you know, the people that I talk to, they're like, what? You're crazy. Like, why are you not on this, that third platform just because I'm so overly animated and all that sort of thing. But <laughs> I, I don't, for me, I don't, I don't think that I, those are the only ways to show up, but it is the most efficient way to show up. Right. And, and which is crazy because I love like policies and procedures, rules, regulations, SOPs, um, laws, you know, that sort of thing. So, you know, when you put this one thing in place, it has all these second, third, fourth orders effect. Um, so I don't know why I'm so um, resistant, but, you know, that's why I just know I wasn't, you know, I wasn't showing up in, um, and I was already walking anyway. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so when you, um, you uh, make these rules or standard operating procedures for yourself. Do you write them out? Are they displayed somewhere? Um, I can, yeah. I, so I can show you the start of how they come. I have, can you see? So yeah. I have these really big 
post-its and, uh, you know, I start writing them. And I also write on my, <laughs> I also have like the uh, chalk paint. So I also write on my sliding doors. So it, they, they kind of start there so I can see it big. And then I bring stuff down to, you know, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> yep. That's good. Yeah. All kinds of, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because you so, got to get it out of your head. Like I have to get it out of my head. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's magic in writing. Mm, I agree. I agree. So you start off with the walk and talk. You started off by uh, live streaming and then you uh, hosted your first summit, which was a town hall. How'd it go? Um, it went pretty well um, because, you know, the speakers invited, uh, you know, the people, some of the people that they know. So that made it um, interesting for me because there were people um, in the audience that I didn't know. And what I also liked about um, that town hall, we did it like on, um, on Zoom. So it was interactive. So, you know, the audience were able to ask questions directly to um, the, the guests and I was able to ask questions to them. And it was just, um, I liked the interactiveness of it. And then also we streamed it on um, Facebook and, you know, other, other platforms like that. So it went pretty well just, and with that being my first one, it was just really um, interesting to, you know, get that real-time feedback and just seeing the expressions, you know, on the speaker's faces. And when you ask a question, you know, that they really enjoyed, like, so I really, I really liked it. How did you uh, pick your uh, first set of speakers for that event, your town hall? So um, I was talking about um, having a mental health strategy and I wanted to talk about um, the play part of having a mental health strategy. You know, it can sound so heavy to say mental health. Like we we take that so seriously and the word strategy can also be a word um, that can come across as really heavy. But part of um, a strategy is to, to build in a part of play or relaxation release, you know, something like that. And so I wanted to talk about it. So the, the folks that I had on, they were both, um, they were both therapists. Okay. And one of them spoke uh, specifically of an event that they invited other therapists so they could come together and basically play. Sounds nice. <laughs> yeah, so that's why I picked them. So um, did they volunteer um, inviting other people to the event or did you have to ask them? Did you have to coerce them? <laughs> no, no. I asked them, um, you know, I was like, feel free to invite anyone because I, the thing is, I, the, the, the truth of the matter is I do these like for myself. Like I, like they're my questions, you know, they're things that I kind of want to know. So I'm like, yeah, I mean, I mean, it is, it is, you, you can invite, you know, your own friends and stuff. And with, since it was just a, um, a town hall, it wasn't, you know, even really built for me trying to build my list or anything. It was really just me being nosy and, and trying to find out stuff uh, for myself. So yeah, but it, it wasn't hard. They invited, um, and the first one, um, one of the therapists has a, a nonprofit. So I invited people to um, donate uh, to her nonprofit. Um, her nonprofit was for uh, like building in um, therapists of color um, because there's a lot of, um, a lot of black people have um, issues, but we don't have the background or the history or the, um, really the, the story to talk to a therapist. Um, my mom used to go to a therapist, so I never really had that limitation because she would, you know, and I saw how it helped with my own eyes. So I was like, oh, therapist, everybody goes to a therapist, but I just took that for granted. Um, and so it's not a place, um, where black people or, or people of color are really represented. And um, so that's what her nonprofit does. It really helps get um, people of color, women of color, men of color um, into that space of therapy because um, representation is important. Yeah, I believe that. Yeah. So um, what made you choose uh, Zoom and Facebook to host your uh, town halls? 
Um, just because it was easy. Um, most people know Zoom, even if it isn't, you know, the best platform, it's the, it's the most um, prevalent platform, right? Like Starbucks, Starbucks, and I'm saying, I'm going on the record of saying this, you know, Starbucks isn't the best coffee, but it's the most prevalent, you know, you can get Starbucks anywhere, right? You can get McDonald's anywhere. And that's kind of how Zoom is. Everyone pretty much knows how to use it. It's, it's, easy to get to um and and they just make it easy where you can you know click that button and 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 you know stream with your facebook and that and that just made it um easy not just for me um but also for my guests yeah i guess it, it is pretty easy for me this morning i was struggling because i was impatient <laughs> i'm like come on one stream yeah, but see, yours isn't just, um, you know, Facebook. You got other things attached to it. I didn't even have any tricks or bells even attached. There was, I wasn't using OneStream. I wasn't using BeLive. I, it was just Zoom and, you know, Facebook. And so they, they make that pretty easy. So, you know, even yeah. if people are wanting to get started, like, they don't have to be crazy. Like, you can get started on your phone. Like, you can just go live, you know, on your channel. Yeah, I, I like that. I went to um, a speaker's playhouse uh, hosted by um, Kimberly Crow. And um, a lady was talking about how she was scared to um, have uh, an event. And everybody's like, just do it anyway. So within that hour, she set up a Facebook group and got booked for the month with speakers. I was like, wow, when people say just do it anyway, you do it, you wow. actually can do it. <laughs> And she already had an audience, right? Like people are already like, following you. They're, yeah, they're telling you, they're like, look, we telling you to do it because we gonna help you do it. <laughs> and yeah. yeah, I was amazed by that. So that, that says to you that how right you are with just doing it, just using your phone, just using what's already there. I mean, there's a button for Zoom and uh, Facebook or in Zoom, there's a button for Facebook. So you can just stream to it. I like yeah, that. It's, the easy, it's just the easiest way. And even, you know, with your phone, you know, you can just go live on, you can go live on your Facebook page. You can go live on your Instagram page. You know, you can go live, um, you know, on Twitter. So, you know, you can, you can start, you know, you can go live right now. Even if it's just like, hey, y'all, this is my first live. I just wanted to say hi, reach back in, you know, ask for encouragement, encourage me. <laughs> ask yeah that's true so the walk and talks the town hall mm -hmm. what was your next event um then i had a mental health strategy um a mental health strategy summit and it was like the tulsa edition so i only had um people on there from from tulsa it was like maybe like five speakers and um just asking you know these tulsa um, folks. Um, I had a, a, a private investigator on there, had author on there, a couple of authors on there. Um, one of the authors, um, Corey uh, Carolina, he's, all, he's a children's author. He's, a, uh, he's pretty awesome. He does um, real estate stuff um, here. Uh, he's my cousin. <laughs> and so, but he really is, um, you know, pretty amazing. Um, and, and so I just was asking them, um, because like I said, I'm nosy and I want to know, I had a, um, a, I had a senator um, on there. And um, I was just basically asking them, you know, what are their personal mental health strategies? Because some people think, um, like I said, it can sound daunting. And so I just was asking them their personal strategies um, because everyone's strategy isn't for everyone, but everyone can take bits and pieces from, you know, oh, I like that oh, okay, I'm working on that too. You know, I'm working on getting enough sleep, you know, so I'm going to really be mindful, you know, if I'm, well, not just getting sleep, but am I getting rest? So just really, you know, um, asking other people, you know, well, what are you doing? You know, what are you doing to keep yourself sane? And I really, um, I really liked it. So I want, I wanted more of that. <laughs> like that too. And it doesn't hurt to ask because, um, other people might identify with it and they might want to apply it and they would never know unless you've hosted that um, event. 
Yeah, one of my speakers, the senator, um, Senator Matthews, um, he was going through his strategy and, you know, what he does, you know, to keep his day structured and, you know, putting these boundaries and things in place. And one of the things he said is like he calls one of his friends um, that makes him laugh. And I was like, I need to do that. I need to you know, incorporate something in my day, whether it's, you know, calling a friend or watching something funny, watching, you know, episodes of Martin, you know, something Martin always makes me laugh, right? You know, something like that to, um, to make me laugh. And I took that for myself, you know? So um, you just don't know, you know, what you need sometimes until you hear it. Yeah. So uh, did you do the same, um... Did you keep your same promotional strategy, asking them to uh, tell their friends about the event? Yes. Yeah, so I asked them, you know, um, I told them they could, you know, share it. Um, I made um, a couple of, um, you know, images out of Canva for them so they could, you know, share it on their pages. But I still wasn't very uh, diligent behind it. It was like, oh, if you want to, you can. Um, it'd be great. And I put it on um, Instagram and stuff, but it, I still didn't um, pull or the audience that I, I could have done. And, and this one, I didn't give myself enough time to really promote it. How much is enough time? I think at least um, two weeks. Because I was just like, I did it and it was like, bam, done. Right? Okay, uh, it's going to be on here uh, in a couple of days. So I think if you give yourself at least um, two weeks to pretty much talk about it consistently, um, I think that is, you know, and giving people the opportunity to sign up for it um, and um, asking people to come to your show. I think that um, that's important. And I didn't do that with, with the, um, the first mental health strategy um, summit. With my um, first event, I kept saying I needed um, three months and my coach oh, was God, telling no, me. No, I would forget by then. Yeah. <laughs> my coach was telling me, why do you need three months? I said, to, uh, to advertise. He's like, wouldn't you just, uh, procrastinate more like probably he's like we'll do it now <laughs> me i would procrastinate so much more yeah like we're down because we're down to the wire and i still you know have interviews and things um to do but now that we're down to the wire it's like i have to do like oh my god like i gotta get these got to get these interviews done because if you give your 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 you're going to expand to the amount of time that you give yourself so just get it done. Was, was that um the mental health the Tulsa mental health strategy was that uh live or pre-recorded uh it was it was pre-recorded okay. and I think I like the idea of pre-recorded just because every people are so busy and um for, for me, I like the pre-recorded just for the benefit of um, being um, respectful of people's time. And then it gives me um, control of how I can set up, um, you know, how the interviews kind of come together. Like, you, you know, the, the way the interviews go, you can line them up to tell the story. And people can interview when they can and not like, well, you need to be there at 728 at this time because we're going to be wrapped you know what i'm saying so i think it gives um it gives it gives me and that could just be my controlling self um and my organizing self you know a lot more control over you know how you can set it up and give people you know that that time like i have time to do it this day you want this interview or not uh yes please, please. <laughs> i thought that was more freedom because uh, if people tell me that they're going to do something and they don't do it, I'll do it and say, you can keep it or not. And you have this much time to change it if you don't like it. It's like, I don't really believe in time, but I think if you tell people you're gonna have something done by a certain time, you should do it. So I'll just go ahead and do it myself. <laughs> but you can't really do that with interviews. So no, when I have this live show, people tell me they're gonna show up and they don't, I'll just go on without them. And yeah. then when they call me, or they'll, they'll email me like um, 
Like one lady emailed me three minutes after, but I was already going live. I just went ahead and rolled with it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And that's the, and that's the, um, I mean, there's a couple of things. Like, I I feel like there's merit for, for both ways, you know, um, like, you know, so since you have like this weekly show, um, and, and the energy that we just kind of pull, you know, from, from this. And then even if you were having, you know, the audience able to um, engage and say, well, ask her this, well, what is that? Like, what, like, I think there's an element of live that you get that, that has that audience engagement and knowing that you're live, like knowing that y'all are out here watching, like there's something, um, you know, it adds a a different element. But even when you're recording, you know, it's going to be live. So I still feel like it still has that, you know, people are going to be watching this because I'm not going to record it again. I'm only recording it this one time. So if something happens, you fall down, you knock your camera off. I'm not editing. This is what we did. Like, this is what happened. Like, so what happened was, and this is what happened so um but it still gives you that that you know that space to be like is this a good time for you to do this talk I do like that part of it um when I did do my first event it was pre-recorded and everyone showed up when they said they were going to show up everyone didn't uh fill out their speaker uh, bios I just went to their LinkedIn and took it from there and told them they had the ability to change it if they wanted to but other than that Everybody um, did what they said they would do. And I really like that part. That's good. That's good. Because if people don't, don't always. But, but I've had that same um, experience. And people want, people want to help. You know, I, I normally lead with that. Like, you know, people want to help. I, was, I would tell my mom. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, I live on the kindness of strangers. Like, I, I'm, I, I, definitely think the world is a kind world because I'm a kind person, you know? So I think, you know, you get what you give and I'm friendly. So people are friendly to me, you know? And, um, and, and so I think when you just kind of go into that world with, I truly have an expectation that I'm going to help and someone's going to help me. And that's just, that's just what it is. So people show up when you show up like that. You have definitely been kind and helpful to me. So I do appreciate it. You know, <laughs> but you are the kindest and most helpful. And my God, you are so <laughs> smart and you're like so resourceful. And man, but y'all, but y'all watching, y'all already know that already. Like y'all already know, you know. What you think is my resourcefulness is my nosiness. <laughs> me too because I just be wanting to know but you but that isn't just you're not just resourceful in a way when it comes to people and asking questions and you know pulling you know our best selves out of us you don't just do that like you do that with all of these apps like I'm telling you you are like an app sumo strategist like you know like the apps that would be beneficial to us and our businesses and I just think um I don't take that lightly like you will see I'll be like uh Erica I'm looking can you help me I don't know like I don't I don't take that lightly because to me that is a gift so you think of it as an addiction. I think of it as a, as a total awareness of what's going on on that platform. And you really use that platform to serve in a way that a lot of people don't because you're not getting anything from it. You're not getting anything out of it. You're only doing it just to help. And I appreciate that. I don't care what all them people I was going to call names, but I ain't going to do it. But those but people say that you have too many apps or anything like that. I feel like if you didn't have an invested interest in those apps, and this is my selfishness talking, if you didn't have an invested interest in those apps, you wouldn't be able to help me and the people that you help through AppSumo. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah I love AppSumo. <laughs> it hurt my feelings when I took away the marketplace, but you can still see how they uh, combined everything and some things are still labeled uh, marketplace. So. Why? I don't that, know. Because I still see some of the things marketplace, but I didn't notice that they took it away because I just because I still see, you know, marketplace. Yeah, there's no category saying marketplace now. You can't just uh, go to the marketplace anymore. So. Huh? It must have got too wild. 
Is it was? <laughs> I was got too wild over there. <laughs> they they're having something called a uh, AppSumo Originals now. But. <laughs> but I mean, that's what it, it's about evolving and seeing what works and what doesn't work. And I think they definitely have a handle on uh, monetizing and uh, all of that. <laughs> yeah. I recently found out that they asked for 70% of um, the contributors for the apps. And I was like, wow. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I don't know for sure. It's just hearsay. That's, I heard 70- this yesterday in an air meet event. 70% of what the developers receive from the AppSumo platform? hmm That's what I heard. I don't know if it's true. I have yet to confirm. <laughs> so that's why there's probably, you know, there's limits in time, right? Because 70%. Wow. And it's really not, and you know, they're really not that expensive for, you know, what they're charging on AppSumo. But I'm sure there's, but, but you know what, there's, there's definitely a a good return on investment, right? Because, because you get, you get, you well if they ask, you know, you get the testimonials, you get people to try it out, right? So there's definitely, I could, I could see why they would do it for a short amount of time, for a window of time. I could see that. I could see that. 70% is, it's, it's a chunk. Four years ago, I gave Boot Like a Boss $39. I swear it's the best thing I've ever bought from AppSumo. And every time I get to rewrite a write a review for a Boot Like a Boss, I do it. Like to this day, they're not asking me. I'm doing it right now. If you have a chance to use Boot Like a Boss, use it. Uh, <laughs> I wish I was. Because I didn't know about AppSumo four years ago. Four years ago, I wasn't even this person. Four years ago, I wasn't even me, right? Like I got out of the army in 2015, right? And, and so 20, you know, January of 2016, I was my first step of being a regular person. I didn't know anything about this world. You know, I just knew about going to work, being a government contractor or being a government employee. Like I knew there were entrepreneurs and people were doing stuff. <laughs> but I didn't know about that. My life didn't really open up until 2017. I went to a Mind Valley event and it was in Spain. That's when they were talking about, you know, uh, you know, hijacking and rebooting education and, you know, learning in real life. And, and so I was like, y'all don't have, like, how did y'all get off of work? They're like, get off of work. Like, I'm a digital nomad. (laughs) What is that? Like, I work from my computer. I work from my laptop. I don't really live any, I don't have to live anywhere. I was, I don't go to work every day. Huh? What? (laughs) I don't even understand what you're saying. Yeah, it was, that's all that was foreign. What? Yeah, I didn't know nothing about none of that. Yeah, but now... I do wonder how many people, even especially the people that look like me, know about Mm -hmm. digital nomads and not actually going to a physical job. Well, a lot of people uh, now probably aren't going to a physical job. They're actually working from home. And maybe now they're starting to see what a digital nomad is. But I still wonder how many people that look like me know about that. Yeah. And and, and when people, how they think of it is not just, you know, from the freelancer perspective or your job, um, your, your business does a thing or you do this through Fiverr or Upwork or something like that. Um, a lot of people do this through um, remote jobs. So they look at it more, you know, a lot of companies, even before COVID, were starting, you know, allowing people to do these remote jobs because it is um, cheaper, you know, the overhead and stuff, not having to have a desk, um, that stuff is cheaper. Um, You know, the studies show that people are more productive um, when they can work from home because you're like, your smart self is going to get all of your work done at the beginning of the day. So you can do their other stuff because if you're just 
paying people by productivity, you're you're paying them by their deliverables and not paying them just for being at work for the sake of being at work. You know, I think a lot of companies were already um, starting and leaning um, in that direction. And, and with COVID, it just really made it a lot real. Like, well, we really don't have to have this overhead. We really don't have to have these buildings. We really can have a smaller workspace if people want to hot swap um, desk and things. So I think it's a lot more um, for people that look like us. Um, I think it's just becoming a lot more aware because, and people don't want to go back to work. People are realizing that they can start their own business. They can thrive in their own businesses and still serve in a way that they've already, you know, learned and they've already skilled in this way. You don't have to do that for someone else. You can do that for yourself. Um, yeah. You know, you can no make your own. No gatekeepers, you know, um, but what's smart is make sure that you have some gatekeepers for yourself, though, <laughs> whether that's technology. That. Yeah. You know, whether it's technology or, you know, um, you put your computer down or you don't talk on the phone. It's important to have gatekeepers, though, you know. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Um, so um, with your next event. Will it be your um your your fourth event or the the one that's coming up? I guess, it's third, I guess it really is my third truly event, right? Because um, it was the town hall and then it was the Tulsa. And then now um, this one is called um, the Mental Health Strategy Show. Um, it's a 21-day event and the videos drop um, directly into your email every day. So like that. that way it gives people an opportunity to watch it at their own pace and distance. Like you're not... Um, you know, forced into a one day or two day block of time and forced to sit at your computer and watch it, you know, watch those, you know, those, those speakers, you know, back to back to back to back. Um, because I just know um, I get overwhelmed, you know, with such shenanigans. And I like the idea of being able to build this um, relationship um, with my audience where they're in, they get to engage me and my friends over the course of 21 days. And the videos are pretty short, you know, they're like, uh, you know, 30 minutes, some of them are like 40, because they get they get good now, they get good. And, um, and I still have questions that was like, ah, oh, I still got questions for Erica, I, did, I had to cut it off, you know, but they get, you know, they get really, they get really good. And, and I just think being able to consume them in a small way and just build that, it's just like that compounded interest of building the relationship with me and building the relationship with my audience and building the relationship with my speakers, because I want my speakers to be able to connect with my audience and my audience to connect with those speakers because if they know that they want to host you know a virtual event that they can come to you and you can help them with that you know and i just want them to you know okay okay this person is an author and she writes this kind of you know fiction and she looks like me okay, I want to read, I want, I want to know more about that. Okay, this guy is, you know, this guy is a private investigator, huh? I know his life can be stressful. So what is he doing, you know, to keep his life, you know, pretty level, pretty sane and not choke slamming people, you know what I'm saying? So I just want people to be able to connect all the way around. Yeah. And it's, it's very good to have a, a mental health strategy, not to just go around choke slamming people. So, yeah, because sometimes, sometimes it can be hard not to do that. <laughs> sometimes people want to be choke slammed, but the thing is, they don't want to be choke slammed. I, I swear they want to be choke slammed, right? But it's not necessary that they want to be choke slammed. It's that I am not in a position that I can handle someone that has a different opinion from me, or that sometimes I'm not in a position where, you know, I can't or I don't want to, maybe that's it. I don't want you to say something that I don't want you to say. Like, I want you to say yes to me whenever I ask for something. Now, how about that? But I know that's not, I know that's not always realistic, but part of that strategy is like, girl, calm down. They, they don't have to do what you say. You're not the boss of everybody. <sighs> it was just, I'm, I'm not saying that I want my way. Yes, I do want my way, but I know I'm not gonna get everyone to give me my way. 
It's just that when people, I swear that they are purposely trying to find buttons to push. Like, uh, I don't yeah. like people to touch me. I don't like people to be within more than three feet of me. And when uh, you're this close to me and you're pushing buttons. Right, right, right. <laughs> Because first of all, you're a close talker and you want me to punch you in the face. See, I don't want to do that. So you better be glad I got a strategy because I didn't always. And I've always, you know, a lot of times I, list, I was listening to, um, I, I sent it to you on um, Instagram and the, the gentleman was talking about um, unlearning. And I really think part of having a strategy is unlearning, you know, and even, you know, oh, well, I deal with that person, this person, that person, and that person because they're family. Okay, well, first of all, you don't have to, right? You don't have to deal with whoever you don't want to deal with. Even if that's your, your dad, even if that's your mom, like you learn how to handle them in the way that you can handle them. You know, you learn how to manage them in conversations that you can have. And I just think it's about, finding out what you can do because you don't have to throw the whole window you know throw the whole family out the window but there are ways to figure out if they're you know a person that you need to be engaged with for three minutes you know if there's some person that you need to be engaged with a minute or someone that you can actually you know have conversations and stuff with but you you um have to decide that for yourself and, and actually a lot of what makes people successful, what's make you successful, the things that have made people successful in the past are the decisions they make. So being able to decide, yes, I will deal with this. No, I won't do that. Yes, I will do this money-making activity. No, I'm not gonna do that money-making activity. I'm gonna sit here and uh, eat this bowl of cereal while watching cartoons, right? Like it's about what you're deciding, what I'm deciding. Cause whenever I'm talking to y'all, I'm talking to me. Okay, so I'm just, I'm saying that, you know, it's about what I'm deciding, um, what we decide to do. You know, we decide to be successful. We decide to not be successful. We decide to be healthy based on the decisions that we make every day. So we get to decide. You don't have to hang out, talk to, or be around that person. You don't have to talk to, be around, or go to that job. But you need to figure out what is going to be that makes it different. And you decide that for yourself. Yeah. That part right there, you need to make a clip and put it out on all social. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> you need to decide should be a t-shirt also. And if you had a series on that, I would watch it. <laughs> would you? But you're gonna yes, watch you watch all the things. You're you are supportive. Like, and I don't take that for granted. So I didn't want to say it like I did it like a hand wave, but you are um you are a dependable friend, you are a dependable um partner, you're a dependable um strategist, you're a dependable um I, I can't speak on you being a dependable wife, but I mean as far as to me, like you are um dependable when it comes to giving um honest feedback and like nah, I don't think you should you don't even say that. You don't even say, nah, dude, you shouldn't do that. You'll be like, have you considered this? Have you looked at this? Like, you don't be like, that's the dumbest shit I ever heard. You don't say that, but you will say, have you considered this? Did you look at this app? Let me send you this real quick. <laughs> and you, based on what I, the same thing I tell Doc, uh, please send me next time you send me something and let it be your affiliate link. Uh, thank you. And please, and thank you. Okay. <laughs> There's an app for that to keep your affiliate links. It's called um, Link Stash. And yes, I will send you that because it makes it very easy for you to have your all of your affiliate links in one place and uh, send it out or just share all of your affiliate links at one time and have people look through what you're using. So I, I really like that. You see that? That's that stuff I'd be talking about she'd be doing, right? And do you have a link? Do you have an affiliate link for Link Stash? You see what I'm saying? No, it's free right now. So everybody gets it for free. And it's free 99. <laughs> Thank you for that. See, that's good tea. You always have the good tea. Like when you should be, when you talking to us, you should be like. Let me uh, ask some more nosy questions of you. Uh, speaking of making decisions and you deciding, 
how did you decide on uh, 21 days for um, your next event? How did you decide on uh, making it um, via email? I want to know. Um, I actually, I actually took a course and that was like the, the old way that people kind of did summits before, before these two day, three day, you know, summits, you know, before, before these models want, you know, before these models, um, this, this, um, a uh, hardcore business, that's what, cause I don't want to make it seem like I'm trying to keep it a secret. Cause I hate when I'd be like, well, who, who is it? Hardcore <laughs> business. And, um, so that is the model that they would use. And I just think that model is so sexy. Um, you know, just being able to, you know, set that up and have that drip over 21 days and just really um, building this relationship for me um, and building this relationship with me. And I just really liked the idea of that because 21 days, you know, they talk about uh, it takes 21 days to form a habit. So uh, I would love to be these people's habit, you know? I like that. Yeah. So, um, what is uh what's coming after um your 21 day email event i really like that by the way what's coming after yeah. that um i i like the idea of kind of so um there's a, an opportunity to get all the replays um for the low low price of 47 dollars. you can get all of the replays um of the 21 replays but also in those replays um i'll send you know they'll get 30 days of pocket coaching so they'll kind of get me um in there where they tell me to go so if they want me in their email if they want me to send them a text message where every day for 30 days you know i'm kind of rooting them on, cheering them on, telling them to decide, telling them to take a walk, you know, not even telling them, but just kind of asking them, coaching them through, um, having a conversation with them, um, you know, about, you know, are you taking care of yourself? Are you getting rest? So when we're talking about wealth and we're talking about prosperity and we're talking about abundance, um, we're missing some of those foundational things and, and knowing that that abundance starts with taking care of ourselves and having um, healthy bodies, healthy sleep, healthy relationships, you know, and, and just kind of rooting them through those foundations of their mental health strategy, because that is the foundation of an abundant life, you know, and just so there's, you know, there's pocket coaching, and there's also um, a three hour um, event that will talk about your mental health strategy and how to use that in your personal and professional life. But this stuff is part of the bundle. And, um, and then after, you know, I get to do that, get people to get to know me and experience me, um, I'm actually doing um, a mental health strategy boot camp. I like that. Yeah, and it's a six week, um, a six week boot camp, you know, and, and knowing how having a mental health strategy can up level you in your personal life, you know, with your relationships with your friends and family, how it can up level you in your professional life, whether it's your job or it's your personal business, though, that, that foundation of a mental health strategy is it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. I believe that. Yeah. That's, so that's, um, that's what's next. <laughs> I like and that. And that's part two of knowing what's next. You know, a lot of people are just walking through this life and they don't know what's next. You know, you need to know what's next. What's pulling you forward? Because if you're not being pulled forward, then you're just, I mean, you're just being drugged back. You know, yeah. you know what people say when you come to a fork in the road, take it. You know, otherwise you're just standing there. So, you know, what's next? People need to know what's next. What's next? What's next? What's next for you that's listening? What's next? What's next for you, Erica? Why are you asking questions? So I listened to this guy. It's been a while. Uh, C.T. Fletcher, and he speaks on uh, being obsessed. Mm. And I'm thinking, what can I be obsessed about? That mm. It just must be done. This must be complete. Because for me, success is finishing what I started. Mm, you better preach. <laughs> so I'm doing this series. I have this group. I asked my speakers to join um, the Facebook group, Coaches Host Engaging and Profitable Virtual Summits. I want it to be so um, listeners can join this group and interact with the speakers. And I want to build this community around uh, hosting events and to know that if you need help, there's plenty of people in this group that will be willing to help you. 
even talk to you or uh, just help you find a platform or maybe even uh, help you put it together or co-host with you or uh, collaborate with you. I just, I love events. I think people should host events. I like talking to people who are hosting events because everybody's got something really interesting going on and makes me more aware of what's going on around me because the world is bigger than my little area here in South Carolina. And I want to know about it. So I'm interested and, in, you know, with the world opening back up, you know, what are you considering, you know, what is, are you considering a hybrid model? Because, you know, a hybrid with these virtual events, you know, a real life with a hybrid model where, you know, people can gather all over the place and experience these virtual events together. Like, like what's, what's, what the world is opening back up, Erica. Yeah, you know, I thought about that. Um, Gary Vaynerchuk says, ideas are nothing, execution is everything. So I'm gonna go ahead and tell you. My idea for hybrid was drive-throughs drive or drive-ins, sorry, drive-in events. I want to uh, bring them back up, bring them mm -hmm. back to life, have people sit in their cars, mm -hmm. have people on stage, have uh, them on the screen and that screen will be projected to the world. So that was- still scared here in South Carolina yeah, yeah, that part. nobody believes that COVID is real nobody yeah, if you get sick I mean, oh you just have a cold <laughs> there's no such thing as a pandemic <laughs> people die from colds all the time people die from the flu all the time right because it can't be COVID like it can't be the Delta variant like that can't be it I just think people are um in denial but I yeah, get that right. I oh I'm okay I have the vaccine because there's no such thing as the Delta variant so I, I think uh, I think that's true. So, you know, we actually have, we were doing that. Uh, my mom, when COVID was going on, they were doing drive-in church. And I thought that was so dope. They would turn to the radio station. Um, they all turned to, uh, you know, whatever radio station it was. And they would listen to the sermon. Like they had the choir and all of that sort of thing and I thought that was so dope and when they opened up regular church I was told my mom I was like you better not go to regular <laughs> church <laughs> like you better watch it online because there is no you will you just keep going to car you can go to drive-in church but I don't condone you know I think we you know people just because people don't want to deal with COVID, just because people don't want to deal with the breakup, just because people don't want to deal with whatever it is you don't want to deal with, quitting your job, whatever you don't want to deal with, then they just don't engage. They just ignore it. Like COVID isn't real. Like your relationship isn't real. Like that breakup wasn't real. Like you have to acknowledge what's real. And COVID is real. I'm just saying. Yeah. It might be a man-made, maybe man-made, but it's still real. Like it still has an impact. And um, but you know, you know, I, I'm almost hesitant to say this, but not really. But thank God for COVID. You know, I think it 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 created a a really good reset in my life. You know, about you know what's important, and you know, and my life is important, and how do I want to show up? Like, what's the impact? Because in a moment you know, we can, everything that we have can be taken away from us. You know, in a moment, you can't leave out of the house, you know, and in that house, is it the people and the things and the places and the experiences that you love? So if you ever had to be stuck back in that house again, and you have to face yourself and you have to face your reality, do you love it? You know? And I love my life. I, I already was living a quarantine life. You know what I'm saying? I never, I can stay in this house forever. <laughs> well, the, the one thing about being stuck in a house is that I can tell my six-year-old anything. He just believes me. I told him he couldn't go to first grade unless he learned how to tie his shoes. Turns out he really wants to go to first grade. So yay for him learning how to tie his shoes. <laughs> but, but you know um, what? That's, but that's good. I like that, right? you know you know you can't go if you don't know how to say these terms in Spanish you know you can't go and I really want you to go <laughs> it's me gusto en español but um 
Erica. Your event, that the your email event, your um mental health strategies, um, 21 days. Yes. When does it start? So it starts the 28th. Is it the 28th? Yeah, I want y'all to sign up because the 20. Look, I'm sorry. I, I should know because see, that's what happens when you get assistance. Yeah, <laughs> the 28th, which is a Wednesday. How did you know you uh, needed help um, with your event, with this event? Did you ask for help with your last events? No, I didn't ask for help the um, last event, and I probably sh shouldn't ask for help this event either. But um, um, because I wanted it to be, just because, this is a lesson, just because you can doesn't mean that you should. You know, just because I can put everything together, just because I can um, upload, just because I can do the automation for the emails, just because I can, that doesn't mean all of that stuff is the best use of my time. Um, and so this time I decided, you know, I'm, I'm really wanting to step into my, uh, my CEO, my bossness and, you know, and be able to really flex and use, you know, my time to create, you know, more opportunities to create more, you know, relationship to create more, more, a life of more. And um, so I, I actually um, reached out to get some help, like um, they help, you know, with my social media, but, you know, but what I'm, what I'm learning um, is that there are other ways to have help, you know, like, you know, Erica has this love of apps that she knows how to uh, share in the best ways, you know, those apps are help. You know, if I know how to set up those, you know, I could set up these workflows and they can do their things between zaps, between um, repurpose, between restream, you know, one stream, between, um, you know, all of these apps and knowing how um, to use those things, they really could have been a replacement for um, the amount of help that I requested. You know, Planoly, you know, all of these things, uploading your Facebook business page where it, you know, it, it, post for you in Instagram and Facebook, you know, knowing how to use this technology really could have been um, a better use of my mental health, a better use of my money, um, just a, a better use. But sometimes you have to uh, go through that to know that. Yeah. Hey, I love automation when it comes to uh, setting up events. So mm -hmm. um, maybe that could be my, um, my next um, event talking about the automation and events that, like even if it's like for me it's like what are these workflows you know and I know that um this app does this and I know that this app does this and I know that this app does this but when it comes to helping me set up my restream or helping me to set up my repurpose or to helping me set those things up where they make sense um and they seem human you know where my personality is still showing you know through this automation and showing through these workflows um and it makes my my event an experience and not just an email you know i i i would love something like that you know even as i'm you know creating the courses you know that will come after all of this you know as i'm talking about the boot camp you know it's going to you know be a you know, a, a course and, you know, a real life experience. I, but I want also the course to be an experience, right? I want people to be able to, and that's what I'm looking at now, um, because I'm gonna tell y'all all my tea because that means that I need to hurry up and do it. But there's ways that you can make your um, Kindle, you know, cause you can get on your Kindle and they can send you to links and things like that, you know, to make even your eBooks a lot more experiential, um, experiential like, you know, where there's, they're more of a, like an experience. There's a, you know, a playlist that you can listen to while you're reading this part of the book. And I just really want stuff to be, um, you know, to be an experience. Okay. While you're doing this, get your lavender out because you need to be calm when we're doing this. And I want it to be what you see, what you hear, what you smell, what you feel, you know, that kind of thing. I really want life to be an experience. So, and what are the workflows behind it? 
<laughs> yeah. And I should be able to have like one person, you know, you should, I, I think there's technology is so good. You know, there's so many things and there's so many people like you that can help people set up these workflows, even though that's not your, that's not your hustle, but I know you, but you can do that. Like uh, you may love it. It may not, I don't know, but you know, there's so many <laughs> that can help you set up these workflows. And then, so you realize, well, I only really need one assistant, you know, to manage what comes on the other end of those workflows, you know, to help me manage those emails or to even help me upload like my Planoly or even help upload the stuff that comes out the other end of those workflows. Yeah, so you uh, record yourself setting them up and you show your assistant how to watch the videos to set them up and what do you do with them once they're set up yeah yeah, yeah. what comes out you know like we're talking about you know as we're, we're you're doing this and um you know my my little assistant's in here recording and you know texting why your assistant ain't in here though you know what i'm saying it is. i'm i'm using um uh recall is it, oh is it recall me or you oh it's you it's see i me. thought it was me <laughs> I thought it, I thought it was my note taker in here because I didn't look. So right. So as you have your note taker and you're transcribing this, so you're pulling out like your quotes because a lot of time, you know, for your social media, you wanna, you don't even know what you're saying, like in, unless you're talking. So you're like, oh wow, I said that. Oh wow, wow, wow. But but you know, automation and your assistant can help you, you know, pull those things out. So yeah. Uh, yeah. Um working with um perfect recall and uh, what was it um the guy his name is Hanny Mora do you know the program yeah that's the that's the that's the repurpose.io repurpose so I'm trying to decide if I I still need um repurpose it takes all my videos and send them to where I needed to go but if I'm streaming live and it's hooked up to one stream it's going where I needed to go um, I do like that it makes snippets um, yeah. with uh, Perfect Recall. I can read it and make the snippets. I can't, I'm not really good at editing, so I don't edit. Mm-hmm. So uh, with- uh, And that's not very a genius, so don't. <laughs> yeah, it makes it so much easier for me because I just don't. But um, Hanny says, if you set up your, um, what is it? Your, I want to call them page breakers, but- um, your, your timestamps mm-hmm. using Facebook, then uh, repurpose will go ahead and make clips of all of those uh, timestamps. He says, you just got to set it up once you uh, do the video. And I haven't done that, but I know it would make it so much easier for me if I did go through every video and make the timestamps. So you mean like, so like how we're talking and you were like, yes, go talk about uh, deciding. You would have wrote down like the minutes that we said that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But okay. in uh, Perfect Recall, I can just find that line mm-hmm. in the text mm-hmm. if it's spelled right. <laughs> right. I'm dyslexic, so I probably wouldn't know anyway. So uh, I can just make that clip. And that's what I've been doing for, uh, I've started doing uh, for my speakers, making um, landing pages using um, Perfect Recall and Vadu. Um, we talking after this because see that's that's see I'm gonna have to make an allotment for you because and, and when I say so when I, do y'all know what allotment is do, do you know what that is I'm nope. sending you my, a retainer <laughs> I'm sending you money every month okay that's what so uh in the army we had allotments so whenever you want a bill you want your car note pay you you allot this amount of money that goes to pay your car note you allot this amount of money to go pay uh, for your trailer, you whatever. So an allotment. So that's why I say uh, you need a, a retainer, a retainer where I pay you every month. Yeah. And I probably oh. should just hurry up and do that before you, before you decide that's something that you want. So I could get the best price. <laughs> I wanted to also let people know that with the mental health, um, strategy show, um, the 21 days, you also set up a guest board for that. So if everyone on the uh, email list wanted to get together and talk, they could do that through uh, your guest board you have set up. And I thought that was yes. amazing. Yeah. Nice because who introduced me to guest board? Erica. Erica did. Because, you know, a lot of people aren't um, friendly with Facebook, um, you know, 
people still want to have community, but they don't necessarily want to get locked up um, in Facebook because you know there's lots of distractions there. You may be like, I'm here to have this conversation within these, you know, you know, in these confinements of this conversation. And um, I think guest board is such a uh, excellent way to move the conversation. Yeah. yeah, I say it's considered because you you're telling us now that um, you're going to send us out through email and we don't know who's all on there. And other people might want to talk about one of the uh, mental health strategies with yeah. other people. And I thought that was very nice to uh, add that in there. And I think that um, increases engagement for an event, having uh, a community. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that because sometimes like, and then you want to have this conversation, but I'm having a conversation with someone that's not even going to their event or don't, they don't even know what I'm talking about. But I, you know, when you're having a conversation with, you know, they're like-minded people because you're all going, you know, to the same event. And it's an opportunity to, um, you know, also in that group um, are also the speakers. So you can actually engage, you know, with the speakers directly and, you know, be a part of their personal, you know, communities and be a part of their conversations. And yeah, I just think it's a good way to intentionally um, create your world. Yeah, I like that. Well, I've kept you over time because I love talking with you. (laughs) So let's tell the good people where um they can sign up for um your event i have the link here and i'm gonna post it under um the uh the video once we uh stop and i i've already noticed that i've uh used an old um was it comment or um description so i have to change the description (laughs) okay um so it's um it's a it's a short link, so it's highswitchy.io, and that's switchy s w i t c h y dot io, and it's mental health strategy show all together. So that's high.switchy.io slash mental health strategy show, and uh, we would love for you to see to see you over in the guest board to be a part of the community. Um, excited for you to hear the interviews. Our wonderful and beloved Erica is one of the speakers, and her strategies are like always on point. You know, so we love, love, love to have you. All right, Nyota Gordon, mental health adaptability coach, mental health strategist. Thank you for your time. Thank you for having me. All right.